0: three guys you never heard of touch an old man's stick
1: yeah gross didn't <laughs> I, I, I knew that it was gross and then I had to think about like why it applied to the movie and now I don't know if I see that scene the same
2: way ooh
3: three guys you never heard of Thundercrack Powerboy and I can't remember another name but shazam you can be shazam i'll be oh, power I'll be, boy okay, duran's obviously thunder Shazam. obviously
0: um so we are three guys you've never heard of we talk about movies uh sometimes it's good conversation sometimes it's just really entertaining bad conversation mm-hmm.
3: but it's always good for us
0: it's always fun for us hopefully it's always fun for you we're
3: selfish podcasters this yes. is great for us. We hope that you enjoy it.
0: Especially because none of these have been posted yet. So by the time you hear this one...
3: <laughs> even when you're listening to this, it's not posted. Even <laughs> even
0: when you're listening, it's not posted. Uh, yeah. I'm Scott Shazam. I'm David Powerboy. I'm Duran Thundercrack. <laughs> which just sounds like a butt thing. True. To quote the movie. Um. So yeah, today we are talking about... Shazam. But before Shazam. we do that,
3: David. Yep. How do you do? Uh, you know, past few weeks, I would liken to Um the in Shazam, one of the foster kids, a mixture of the big tubby guy yep. and the little girl. Mm. Because the little girl is super talkative and anxious and excited and that's how i feel like i've been in my professional life but i've also just kind of been lugging around take that as you will but it's been a good mixture okay nice
1: yeah
0: yeah um i didn't know we were relating directly to the movie you don't have to i just took it i was gonna say that i feel like gandalf in the libraries of mind tirith these last few weeks, mm, flipping, uh, flipping through, just trying to get all of my homework done. Do you feel as badass? I mean, um, as Gandalf? No, of course not. Never. Do you work by candlelight? Uh, if I could, I would. No, you wouldn't. You don't think so? <laughs> because you can. Uh, I don't think I could have open flames in my office. Oh, you're right. Maybe I don't know, but anyway, I've just felt I've been doing a ton of reading and writing. Class and also at work, I do a lot of writing of things. So that's how
1: I've been feeling. Hmm. Guys, I just feel like the rise of Skywalker. That's it. Ooh, yeah. that
3: backflip though. I know. I know that cackle at the end.
1: I know yeah, it's the,
0: the, the Death Star at the end. Did you guys see? They did the trailer at some. I don't know what like con it was. It
1: was. Celebration. So it's like the main Star Wars. Yeah, the so, guy the who
0: played. um the emperor yeah, yeah. got up there and he, in the emperor voice, was like, roll it again. And they watched it again. You roll it again. Did you not
1: see that? No, I did not see Oh, that. man. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I just started to watch that panel. It's like Stephen Colbert's hosting and like talking through all the, the people. And I only got through like when they bring on Ian McKellen. That's awesome. But it looks oh, so excited. So excited! That's how I'm. Yeah, doing. Ian McKellen. Uh, not Ian McKellen. Who's the guy that plays Anthony Daniels? The guy that plays C-3PO is the oh, first okay. person they bring on. Gotcha. I was yeah. like Ian McKellen.
3: Yeah. No. no, 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 no. Yeah, I'm bad. Like, I'm bad at names. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Gandalf.
1: What? Um, I'm just super excited. That's all. I like that. Yeah, your heart is full. It is very full. Yeah, yeah. the rest of my week doesn't matter. That's all that matters. There you go. go. Yeah,
3: great. Um, guys, we're talking about Shazam. Shazam. Uh, DC movie number two, where they brought a horror guy in
1: to make a mm. lighthearted oh. movie. David David F. Sandberg is oh. uh, a yeah. oh, Lights Out and Animal. Okay, yeah, yeah. Animal Creation was in it. Lights Out. I think that will answer some questions I had about the movie, which we'll talk about.
0: Um, Yeah, the so Shazam action adventure comedy, like David was just sort of talking about. The director David F. Sandberg. And then the writer, the main writer, Henry Gayden. Uh, I was I like, looking I like up his credits. Here. Well, so when I looked up his credits, the top movie that is listed is Spider-Man 3. Um, so I just assumed he was a writer on that. He was not. He was a miscellaneous crew member <laughs> on Spider-Man 3. He's working his way up through the ranks. And now he's the lead and kind of the only writer on Shazam.
3: And spoiler alert, the real MVP. Oh, we'll get to that. So he's, he basically went from taking advantage of the buffets on Spider-Man 3's set to writing <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> Good
0: yeah. work, Henry. Yeah. I mean,
1: it's a pretty big gap, though. I mean, didn't Spider-Man 3 come out 10 years ago? Oh, yeah.
0: This is Spider-Man 3, so, Tobey Maguire, Spider-Man yeah, 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 yeah. That's a lot of grinding. He did a lot of work yeah. on himself. But it's, um, it's also interesting because there is not a, he does not have many credits between Actually, that and this. Because he was, was
1: working on himself. Yeah. This is a weird thing, I, I don't know if it's that applicable, I don't really want to look it up, but I feel as though they had the rights to Shazam around that time, in terms of... You mean uh, Sony, or someone? Someone. Uh, who who did this? Warner Brothers? Yeah. yeah. Warner, Warner Brothers had the rights to Shazam a long time ago, uh, and started to work on it, but then kept pushing it back for other things. So it could be that he wrote it back then. Oh, yeah. I have no idea. Right? he he was working on the the screenplay for it, and then you never know can, with yeah. writers. Yeah. I think a lot
0: of them write a lot of things, and they get tabled.
3: Yeah, I'll look him up on LinkedIn. There you I'll go. Shoot him an email. See how he did it. Yeah,
0: get some advice just real quick. Yeah, yeah. The music, uh, Benjamin Wallfisch, who did Blade Runner twenty forty nine, It, and Dunkirk. Um, interesting. Really, the MVP I feel of this uh,
1: production crew. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a lot of. I feel that's like right under the radar of of being super notable, right? Like, I don't know if I could, yeah, recall like, Benjamin wallfish off the top of my head, but those three movies are pretty notable in terms of their in terms, terms true, of their like, score. Production. Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Um, scores IMDb gave Shazam a seven point seven out of ten. Rotten Tomatoes critics gave it a ninety-one percent. The audience gave it an eighty-nine percent. Metacritic gave it a seventy-one, and CinemaScore gave it an A. So pretty solid. When we're talking about origin films, I didn't run the numbers, um, but just by looking at this, I could tell you right now that it's probably in like the top five.
3: Yeah,
1: for sure. Which of. which I was doing one more thing about this, and I think that. The whole argument on, like, critical rating versus monetary gain, is an interesting dichotomy, mm-hmm. right? This is the difference between like a good movie's for critic's sake and audience sake, right? Like the audience score is really high too, yeah. Um, versus how many people did it draw to a theater? That's fair, yeah. And it's too early to tell for Shazam right now, right? Because it's still pretty, pretty recent. Um, but right, Captain Marvel just broke through the billion yep. mark for the yep. worldwide, um, which isn't that surprising in itself, but at the same time, I think that's a little counter to some of the reviews it was getting being like Yeah, absolutely. Or, or...
0: Um, I also think that this movie comes along as a DC movie in a really interesting time for DC. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it, I think it's sort of breaking the mold of what DC movies have been, and maybe that's part of why it's getting such good ratings is because yeah. people are comparing it to Movies such as...
1: Dave's Waterboy.
0: Dave's Waterboy. Dave's Waterboy. The aquatic yeah. human. I'm fine with us referring to it that way from here on he out. He is my
3: Waterboy. In this room, he is my Waterboy. <laughs> in this room. Okay.
1: <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. Interesting. Starring Zachary Levy. As Chuck! Shazam. Is it not Zachary? It is Zachary. I just... Zachary. Uh, um, we've we've mispronounced every name on this show up until this point. <laughs> this is true, though. I dare
3: you to mispronounce Mark.
1: Mark, Mark.
3: Strong.
1: Strong. <laughs> Strong. Strong.
0: Um, does anyone know if Zachary Levi actually got to that size and stature in real life? I have no idea. Because I kind of feel like he didn't.
1: I've, I've heard there were some stories about how like he was posting on Instagram and people were calling him out for like doing like a... Uh, Pressing it up. like Pressing it up a little? Yeah.
3: I can see him doing that on purpose too. Yeah. Have either of you guys seen Chuck? Uh, no. Maybe an episode
0: or two here and there. And he's been from what I saw, he was doing a really good job on Chuck. But also he was not the size and stature No, he was a little dweeb. Exactly. So my guess is that he never got in real life to the size that he is in Shazam, that a lot of that is Which makes I mean Which is fine with me. I'm fine with that. Superman that big? No. Didn't think so. I mean not that comically large. Ben Affleck that big? I want to know... Batfleck, <laughs>
3: Batfleck
0: got thick. Yeah. And I two, loved with it. With two
3: Cs. I <laughs> loved it too. Maybe more. Maybe three Cs. Maybe three Cs. I loved it. Uh, I loved Shazam's cape. Can we just talk about yeah. Grandma's oh. drapes? Yeah. It, it was actually... Like, capes in general. Not a fan. <laughs> that but thing. I loved how over the top Took it, was. it to the next Which, level. Which his
1: whole costume... So it, it was like a 2 tier cape with a yeah.
3: Hood, right? yeah. yeah Yeah. Holy cow. With like... Oh, man.
0: Like a Little Red Riding Hood. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That was good. Except white.
3: We've got Mark Strong as the bad guy. Dr. Savina. It's funny because I watched sure. um, the first Sherlock Holmes the night before I saw Shazam. Oh. And he's also the bad guy in
0: yeah. that movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Very interesting. I think
3: he typically plays bad guys.
1: Yeah, he does. Asher Angel as, as Billy, Batson. Billy Batson. Billy Batson. Do we have we seen him before? I don't. Yes, we've seen him before. I'm not sure where. Wait, do they okay. all? How they all? Jack have, Dylan Grazer though uh, is from is an it. Yep.
0: They do. I didn't realize that. They'll have what? Billy Batson, Freddie Freeman, yeah, Daira Dudley. You e- oh I guess Eugene Choi. Boom. They messed yeah. it up.
3: <laughs> Pedro, uh, Pedro Pena. Pena. Yeah. yeah. Victor Vasquez. But uh the um. The uh, the guy who played Freddy Jack Dylan Grazer was an it. Did a great job in it. Yeah, did a job here. Yeah. Interesting, very
1: interesting. Yeah, cool. Uh, do you want to add any other people here? Uh, is it Jimone yeah. So the guy. So the actor
2: who played the wizard. Oh
0: yeah. yeah. Um, who has bounced back and forth now between DC and, and Marvel. Marvel? yeah. Lucy he in Marvel? Um, one he's, of the Cree. He's one of the Cree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So oh, that guy. So he's in yeah, Guardians yeah, 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 of the Galaxy. Yeah. He's a the and, Captain in Captain and then he's in a DC movie between Guardians and Captain Marvel. Uh, what is it? Which one is he in?
1: I think he might be in because he's the one that like first sees Star Lord, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. isn't he the same Korean? Yes. Captain Marvel. Yeah. Yes. Oh, okay.
0: Yeah. Um, he plays the same character in Marvel. He's played two different characters in DC now. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Okay. So he's bounced back and forth between the yeah.
1: two, which is just for him
0: interesting little fact yep. guys
1: yep we've got a bunch of other characters because there's a bunch of side characters yeah lots of side characters yeah. but that's it for the most part cool right on anything else on the front end
0: I don't think so I think we can get into our thumbs okay let's get into them
3: alright three, two, one, thumb interesting 2 ups
1: and a middle a wavering up
3: Oh, is Duran wavering up? Durian, I,
1: Durian is I, wavering. Yes. My, mine is sideways, David is up. I am tempered up. Why are you tempered?
0: Um Because I word. think I think that I view this movie as an up for the same reason that I viewed Captain Marvel as sort of a downer or mm. a middle.
1: Interesting. Um, and okay. that
0: it was my expectations going into the film. Yeah. My expectations for this were
3: so low
0: <laughs> I would not be able to limbo under them.
1: Yeah, they're on the ground. They are low. Yeah.
3: Um, you just got to take the movie in as what it
0: is. I, I think
1: that's which is hundred yeah. percent what I should have done with Captain Marvel. Yeah, but I still think that the the as an experience going in and seeing something which is better than you thought it was going to be is still a good one. Oh,
0: I but. I'm very happy that yeah. my expectations were low. Yeah. If anything, the Captain Marvel experience was a just reinforced the idea that I need to not
1: do that sure mm, uh um, have that i don't this is gonna sound more negative than it means but that baggage coming in right that yeah. extra oh extra that's stuff. exactly what i'm talking yeah. about yeah.
0: yeah so that is why that's why i am leaning towards not being a full up because i feel that i bounced back the other way in that sense that i am giving this movie probably more credit than it deserves
3: because my expectations were so low true
1: sure. true
3: sure. Dave. I'm just lost in a tanglement of thought right now about like how expectations fuel our Mm -hmm. perception. It's just like, yeah, I mean, we should do our best to try and just take it as what it is. Like it's a, it's a piece of work. Yeah. But it's so tough, right? It's so tough. But also to... maybe not,
1: right? I, I've, I agree with you strongly that, that, like, you should be able to look at something in a yeah. vacuum. But at the same time, thinking about, like, I'm not going into Endgame in a vacuum, right? Like, I'm going in with... Oh, for sure. Well, that's why... movies or whatever.
3: That's like why, I mean, there. so the, the biggest example in my, in my head is the reason I don't really like Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. It's because the Dark Knight, that theater yeah. experience was the most gripping thing of my life. Sure. And Dark Knight Rises, I checked my watch a few times. Yeah. It was it's a good movie. Which it's just
1: not Dark Which is interesting because we went into like Widows without any expectations and we're all like, that was good. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. Right? But we had like a neutral palette going exactly. in. There was no Yeah. There was no anything,
0: right? I think that because I think that going in with some expectations can really enhance a movie experience. Mm-hmm. So going into uh endgame with everything that's built up in the Marvel universe Hopefully, we'll make it a better experience, rather than going in with zero expectations. Oh, for sure. Absolutely.
3: Yeah. Cool. Things we want to talk about? Well, thumbs up, Dave. Oh, thumbs up. up. So, it was kind of what you said. So, when you were like, I didn't really like Captain Marvel for the same reason I like this, but you meant your expectations? As a gut reaction, yes. Mine is the same, but it's because the lead character's in both, right? Marvel, in my in my opinion, was pretty bland and not really well, no arc. And I thought that Shazam slash Billy Batson, like his story and his arc in this movie, was awesome. I thought the writing for his character was great, and I really really liked, um, just the chemistry between him and the kid. And then also, I thought him that, and him and
1: Freddie. Yeah, 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 Shazam
3: yeah, yeah. and Freddie. And yeah. then also when he was like Billy and. So Asher Angel, the actor for the kid, Billy, and then Zachary, the actor for Shazam, I thought they did it great. The synergy there was great, I thought. Yeah. And uh, I thought it was funny. I thought the action was Oh, it wasn't that good, but the movie propped it up it it that wasn't the forefront.
1: That wasn't the point. The point was And well, also all the, the all the story. action was fighting CGI monsters.
3: Yeah, and the CGI monsters, I while I liked the design of them. Yeah. They didn't look that good. Like yeah. I liked the design, but it, they just didn't pull off the CGI that well. I didn't think. Um, and so I just really enjoyed the story part, and I thought it was funny. Yeah, uh, I've got more to talk about with his yeah. character, but man, quick
0: jump in uh, the scene where Doctor Savannah has uh, the sins, and he goes in to find his dad, mm-hmm. and they, he goes in there, and he lets out the sins, yeah. and they start like biting people's heads off and stuff there were children in the theater that i yeah, was in they one, one were them immediately about. like ah and just like one yeah. girl like was just like daddy and just and i was like man this is not
1: yeah a movie to bring so this, kids is, to. this is part of why i'm at the halfway was i think that they were just all over the place the tone
0: well i think
1: i mean when you look at the director yeah no i agree and i think that if if it would have been marketed differently, I would have been, or even they leaned a little more into that really terror type tone. But yeah, that scene is super dark. It's incredible. Right? Like dark. it, it opens with him just like throwing a guy out a window. Yeah,
0: his brother. Yeah, yeah he his throws brother. his brother,
1: and that was just like, like in the theater, it was like oh, yeah, oh, that's what the oh, and then yeah, people start getting their heads bitten off, yeah. and like screaming for their lives. Yeah, in a movie that, like, the trailers were... Yeah. Like, he hit a guy in the head with a crutch to show that he was like, let's go get him, right? Like, it was just like, oh. Oh. Yeah. Like, even the the first scene was super dark.
0: Which, it it kind of is good because you have Billy Batson who's living a kid life Mm -hmm. and he becomes Shazam and even as Shazam, he's doing kid superhero things. And then it switches over to what the villain's doing in and it's adult.
1: Yeah, but just the tone is I mean so it's I'm, a jarring tone.
3: Well, I'm 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 hearing you guys and I'm going to I wanna push back on that a little bit because yeah. I think that
1: So imagine if they marketed it any other way. All the other stuff in that movie would be like, what? Right? Well that's that's my point. That's why I'm at a middle, is because of how jarring that shift is. So yeah. And it's like think of the first scene. The first scene you have a kid in the backseat who's obviously abused. Yeah. Yeah. And he has a traumatic experience where he has like this wild vision mm-hmm. and then there's a car accident which and appears as though his dad dies. Yeah. Right? Like that opening scene, yeah. you think his dad's dead. Yeah. That's that is yeah. a way to set up a movie that I uh-huh. thought was gonna be like yeah. Toby Maguire Spider-Man, kind yeah. of like Well Let's get it. So I, I will say that I got big
3: Sam Raimi Spider Man vibes from this movie. From a lot of from a lot of parts of it. Yeah. But also back to the tone thing. The whole Shazam like mythos is based around like magic and wizardry, mm-hmm. right? And I think in that world, if you have such a strong character as the hero, that world demands the dark side of magic to be kind mm-hmm. of his opposition. And I think back to the Harry Potter films. There's a lot of dark stuff in
1: those. Yeah, but none of those are as jarring. No, as... yeah, no, you're yeah.
3: right. It's no right. There's no getting around the jarring. But that's how and that's how it blended. That's how yeah. it blended easier in my brain because I was like, yeah. I mean, it just, been, I yeah, I agree with both of you yeah. in that it was
0: very jarring and yeah. to but the that point scene that was like it it pulled me out, yeah. Where I was, I wasn't in the movie anymore. I was sitting yeah. in a the theater going, whoa. And this granted,
3: is dark. If we were twelve, it'd be even worse. Like we're yeah. all yeah, like twenties yeah, yeah, yeah. and we're like, oh, we can handle it. That's kind of surprising. That little yeah. kid, yeah, is like,
1: <laughs> yeah,
3: he was shooting lightning out of his hands. And, and dancing now these around gargoyles are eating people yeah yeah, yeah. No, i get it
1: uh, do you guys want to guess the other thing that put me out of side um oh man it's probably obvious <sighs> mm.
3: don't give us a hint
0: i want uh, i want to play this game yeah, yeah. hint oh a yeah. hint okay. um, i want to play
1: there this this movie is distinct from captain marvel as an example because it features so many children
3: yeah oh yeah children in perilous situations scott mm. can't do it can't do it that's okay garbage that's okay it's not garbage it's just a
1: personal taste thing. it's it's a exploitation of feeling uh it's also it something
3: that would happen in that scenario to be there i don't want to i
1: don't want to get
0: no. i mean when when shazam and then the other i don't think they're all called they all have their own the things. Seven deadly sins. No, no, no. no the, the other friends. The superheroes. Oh. Yeah, the super crew. Super friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super crew, yeah. Even though they all say Shazam, the Shazam to turn family. into... Yeah. Well, that's a different thing, because in the original comic, he is Captain Marvel, and he uses the word Shazam yeah. to turn But they are all children, so
2: mm-hmm.
1: I don't think you can
0: get away from oh, yeah. children being no, in No, and I'm
1: situations. okay with that. So, I'm okay with that. My, my issue is more that there was a lot of... Mm, what i would argue is non necessary perilous situations for kids and i think that they didn't need to be there and you could still have a good movie mm-hmm. and i think that it just comes into a like i just don't want to watch that mm-hmm. like like in the middle of the movie not in the i shouldn't say the middle of the movie most of this happens earlier on in the movie um but i just don't i don't like that feeling right like that that first scene where you see him in the carnival and you yeah. can't find his mom right like i don't I don't want to see that drawn out. Like, you can imply that, but I don't want to, like... And, and I think it's a problem that, like, I I have a hard time disconnecting myself from that feeling of, like, supreme dread. And I am okay seeing that in an adult. But I just have a really hard time seeing mm-hmm. kids in that kind of situation. Gotcha. Just because it's very... It's it's kind of like what Durant said in the sense of, like, it pulls me out of the movie. And to me, turns more into, like, a... This isn't real. Right? Like, I have to check myself and be like, this isn't real... So, and I mean, then that means I'm, I'm, I've removed myself from the narrative and i but like, mm-hmm.
3: but so so if that if the things on the screen are eliciting that type of feeling in in you, like it's doing its job. Yeah, but I don't I don't want that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah but like, I mean, but it's there. It's there. Yeah. You respond by coming out of the movie and just going, "That's a lot. No thanks." Yeah. But whereas like, whereas my response to that is, it sets up that scene. Where he does meet his mom, which I thought was a great scene. Oh, so I
1: think it's garbage. Like, yeah, so completely different is, reactions, right? So, me.
3: like my my that that scene where it made me feel like that, I'm like, because it sucked. That scene in the carnival was horrible when he like lost the mom. I hated yeah. that, but that as the bedrock for his whole freaking reason for existing, trying to find her. And then I thought, yeah. it was, I thought it worked great.
1: So I think I want to pause here, mm-hmm. because that's what I want to talk about, is actually the use of... I have two things. One, and I can pick either one. One is the use of that character arc to describe Billy Batson's motivation for going back, I think is not good writing. And I appreciate that you just said you really liked it, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not... I think there's some issue there. Um, the other one I want to talk about is just the tonal shifts, but we kind of already covered that, and I don't think there's yeah. much more there.
0: Yeah. Uh, David, what topics do you want to cover?
3: uh my biggest thing was going to be um just the character of Shazam mm-hmm. and ma- but most mostly revolving around how his su- Shazam his powers had no bearing on the true victory in the movie granted he used it as a vehicle to beat the bad guy or whatever but the biggest thing is when he got cuz he was he was kind of a dick little kid mm-hmm. like he was just kind of a, a Obviously, like he's tricking cops. He's being he's running away, and when he gets his powers, who he is, which is kind of a jerk, is just exemplified because he's a pretty selfish dude. And so the powers weren't the hey, he's a superhero now, it's all good. Like I really enjoyed the fact that he had to still do some more personal growth and learning before he then took full use of his powers. Get, you see what yeah, I'm saying there? Yeah. yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect. I also enjoyed the final standoff when he was doing his bad guy monologue. That scene got me. And he's like, "I can't I
2: can't hear you."
3: Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, Duran, um I was just going to chat about sort of the tonal shift from other DC movies mm, of late like, yeah. and and maybe think about what this means for the DC universe, whether it means um continuing on with kind of where we are at or is it, or is this just a brand new starting point type of thing because i think that i mean aquaman even came about after ben affleck stepped down from being batman mm-hmm. or at least said yeah. that he was going to step down so i feel like and henry cavill has said he's done me in superman so yeah which that ending scene yeah it made me go
3: Ugh. That's not Henry
2: <laughs> Yeah,
0: who knows who that is uh, Some Clark Kent stunt dude. devil uh, Clark. Yeah, oh. so that was my thing Where do you guys want to start? Uh, let's start with you, Scott yeah. You gotta say yours first
1: So, here's my thing What does The story element Of Billy Batson finding out That his mom abandoned him do For Billy Batson's character It gives him the motivation to go back to his family, right? To go back to his... To his his now new family. Oh! I think
0: it gives him... Uh, Well... I mean, there's more to that, but yeah. I think that it gives him closure because for him, during that whole time, he thought if she did abandon me, it was something that I did and something wrong with me. Oh. And so when he finally interacts with her and she says, it's not you... Yeah, so. and he sees who she is. Like, I think that he had put her on such a high pedestal that when he finally sees who she is and sees that, like, wow, she's not even gonna, yeah, she's not even gonna step up to the plate now when she doesn't have to. You know, he's he's even says to her like, "Yeah, I'm I'm good." And the way that she reacts to that is, "Oh, okay, yeah, as long as you're good, like, then you keep doing you." Yeah. So him having that interaction was one him learning that like this was not my fault that I got left, which is, I think a lot of things, a lot of what happens with people who are abandoned is they assume it's something wrong with them. So I think this, I, from what I got from that scene was, okay, he is now realizing there's nothing wrong with him and he can move on from this.
3: Yeah. The other, the other, what I got from it, and then you can tear it to shreds is, is that more so, but I got more notes of now he's realizing like what family is like, like, yeah, he like, he had a great base, and granted, it was super quick, and it's a movie, so you have to yeah. grant it that, right? But the whole foster home thing, yeah. um, he had that right in front of him the whole time, and he kept running away and searching for what he thought was really what it was all about, yeah. and and it wasn't. So,
1: yeah, I, I think I think I saw more in terms of what David said in the sense of he his initial goal in life, Billy Batson's goal, not Shazam's goal, was to just find his mom again Mm -hmm. because he thought that that was that she lost him that that there's a legitimate like he got disconnected from her so his whole goal was let's Mm -hmm. go find her um my problem is that i would argue that his mom is the villain in the movie yeah i mean you know like i think for
0: that i think i don't think that she starts as the villain no i agree i agree um but i think when he finally encounters her that she does sort of turn into a negative like in his life. Like think about that for a sec, right? Like but i think that that's i think that that's I think more that's accurate bad. No, I think that's more no, no.
1: accurate to real life. No, but this Well, I don't think it's that accurate to real life because i think that it, i have no idea. I have never done this. I've never heard of someone that does this, right? But like if you abandon your child, they can find you still, right? And you're still responsible for that child. Mm my issue is more like that kind of depravity is not what I would like to interact with my superhero movies with right like so so like that's a huge that moment when when he realizes that she abandoned him is devastating yeah, yeah. and the problem with that to me is that that is real right Mm -hmm. like that's not a superhero problem Mm -hmm. that is that is like a real world problem that now all of a sudden is becoming the motivation for him to go back to his foster family and i think that they could have done that in a way that wasn't as deprived
0: well well do you think then so let's
1: compare it to batman
0: yeah and his parents are killed in front of him
1: yeah but remember that like that that takes away the agency Right? Like that that puts the agency onto the burglar that That's fair. That kills him, right? Yeah. And that's that is something that we can reconcile with like, okay, that's that's a bad situation. Yeah. We can move away from it, right? This is different. So this I, so you don't like this because it it shows how kind of awful people can be? Well in a way that is not very in a way that doesn't help, I think.
3: I don't know. And so, everything that you're saying yeah. is the reason I really, really liked the movie because you're right. You, when you said you don't want to interact with your superhero movies, the reason I liked it was because, in my eyes, it wasn't a superhero movie. The superhero movie stuff came second to the story of him and the and the comedic aspects, obviously, right? Yeah. But going back to the story of him, like I really enjoyed how the movie, first and foremost, was just a story about a kid who got abandoned and him dealing with that, and then the vehicle of both the superpowers and the foster home kind of combining to help him realize like there is a positive way forward through this yeah. despite all of the shortcomings of, and like what all the crap that happened. Cause you, cause you're right. It is pretty serious yeah, stuff.
1: But, but I guess like my, my argument would be that like you could have done it differently when she, with, you could have had the exact same thing happen. The resolution of his search being for answers for his mom without her abandoning him. Right, like, you could have had something where, like, she dies, mm-hmm. right? And that's kind of more onto that, yeah. like, that, like, off-camera, no agency, Yeah. and you I still mean, get the effect of the resolution. I, I don't know.
0: I think that it... I think you're right in that it's not a normal superhero thing, and I really... I enjoyed that, because I think yeah. that if we want to get into it, I think it happens where parents abandon their children because yeah. they don't think that they can manage them. And they, yeah.
1: you know... And it, and it, well, and arguably like, like that is uh, a very simplified way of explaining why the foster system exists, right? Yeah, is, yeah. Is parents can't take care of kids. So yeah,
0: more. so I think bringing that, using that reality in a superhero movie like this, um, where superhero movies are, and superheroes in general, are supposed to um, be an outlet for people that mm-hmm. have gone through hardship. So taking different hardships that people deal with in the real world and saying, "Hey, let's encompass this in the story of a superhero." So that so that yeah. people so that readers so yeah. that viewers can see this and if they've gone through that, they can take something from it and say, "Hey, that's Similar to or that's what I've gone through. And look at what you can still accomplish. Look at what you can learn from it.
1: Yeah, but I think a response to that, though, is not just like, oh, well, I guess I'll go with my family. Like, my response would be, like, tearing the building down. Right? Like, if I'm Billy Batson and I was just betrayed that hard, right? His his whole life until that point was like, I just want to go be with yeah. my mom. Well, maybe I want to find her. I mean, that could be part of the lesson, too, is
0: that... That's your gut reaction, but when you have an example like this film of... Mm-hmm.
1: that's You don't need to react with absolute negativity. Yeah, but You my, can react... But my thing was that like Billy Batson didn't react in any other way than just like, okay, I guess I'll go do my family thing. I,
0: th- I mean, yeah, I think you're right. I think that they they kind of downplayed the aftermath yeah. of, of that encounter with his mom, but I think that it also...
3: It was also years in the making... Right,
1: he's had years of people being like, "Dude, she's not looking for it." Yeah, me. he's
3: been told this. He's it's
0: well, like, but
1: but they set up his story arc as though he doesn't care about that. Yeah, right? Like, and I that's yeah. this whole thing is that
0: I think you're right, and that they sort of downplayed the aftermath of that. Um, but I also think that him, like they needed him to get through that mm-hmm. for him to become yeah. who the hero, I guess. Yeah, um, and they couldn't spend a ton of time on mm-hmm. on him. I agree. Yeah. recovering from that
1: experience i just don't like child peril that's all
0: that's fine i understand that yeah. um but i also think and i don't know if he's ever going to listen to this podcast but so movies with mikey yeah did his infinity war thing and he <sighs> criticized yeah, all of infinity yeah, war because yeah. he was like you put this mm-hmm. example on screen of child abuse mm-hmm. and by doing so you made it into this like positive thing
1: yeah, and I honestly think it's that right. Like I, which like I understand your I, critique about that. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that critique. So, yeah. so my whole
0: thing is, as I was watching this, yeah. I saw this happening because yeah. even in my mind, I was like, she abandoned him. Yeah. Before I, before she got on screen, before oh, all okay, that, yeah. I yeah. was like, she probably abandoned him. And in my mind, I was like, man, I hope that Mikey gets this one right because mm-hmm. showing this type of thing on screen is not reinforcing that that's an okay behavior. It's mm-hmm. showing that it's a reality in our world that kids go through this Mm -hmm. and that they some of them end up having this exact same interaction at some point in their lives and it's showing that you can go through that and make it out and learn from it and understand that what family really means yeah and you can grow from it yeah
3: yeah i mean i i like the decision i was i guess my question would be what you kind of offered some Mm -hmm. uh how they could do it differently. Mm-hmm. Basically, you would just prefer that they used a different
1: kind of crux. Well, a, a not so downer crux, which yeah. sounds weird, right? Because it's it's a tragic moment for Billy, but I think that you can play that tragic moment differently and not have it be so real. Yeah, right. That's the kind of thing is like we're we're dealing with this thing of of superhero movies, which right? What's what's the what's the peril in Captain Marvel that the scroll get? Yep. eliminated Remember, the yeah. peril yeah. of Aquaman is that there's a war yeah. right In yeah. in the the peril in this sense is that like he's abandoned which is a very real problem and and I know that we've talked a lot about this idea of like stakes and like what's going on and and like that stake is not anything to do with a superpower and it actually can't be fixed by his superpower which is why I love the movie well but this is my problem is that he doesn't ever interact with that peril he just walks away from that peril
3: uh, I mean, he. I mean, so the peril, the perils in his own mind the whole time, right? I think he's interacting with it as he's growing throughout the course of the movie. Yeah,
1: they show that though.
3: But so then, my other question though, not to gloss over that, but yeah, I am curious. Yeah. So is it is the issue then that this was in a clearly um, made for general audiences slash yeah. even toned down for the youth, if you will, Shazam, right? Yeah. Or like. Would any movie that's about this, even like some indie, weird, depressing well, tragedy so, movie, have
1: you... Uh, yeah, this is a good question. Um, is, do I you think, have an issue with that? Yeah, I think it's a good question. And I think that you're right that this ties to my, my previous comment that I, I was a little put off by the tonal shifts of the movie. Yeah. Flipping back and forth between like, gosh, like the little girl... Might be my favorite character in the whole movie, right? Like, yeah. she's amazing. Moderate, yeah. Like, and, how good are you keeping secrets? Moderate. And in the point where she's like, "Yes, I did it. Yeah. I didn't say anything." Yeah. I was like, "Oh, this is so cute," right? Like, you have that thing in in and you have that juxtaposed juxt- that's not the right word juxtaposed with like this just really crushing, depressing thing, right? It's again, I'm I'm not trying to downplay like, right? The the other guy. Savanna, Savannah, right? Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to suggest that like he isn't a good villain, because I think that his motivation actually is really good. Mm-hmm. But you're you're throwing this thing in here in a way that one isn't really resolved and two is super downer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we can I mean we can yeah. Yeah, disagree, right? Like I don't, yeah, I don't yeah. I honestly think we need yeah. to keep belaboring it. We yeah. can move on. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting.
0: That is interesting. Because yeah. okay, so if you you were a middle thumb. Mm-hmm. If they had had a different yeah. sort of arc there, yeah. and had it not be, you know, children in peril, mm-hmm. and have that, all that, would that have been the difference between middle thumb and up thumb? Probably. Okay.
1: So, like, in while I was watching the movie, and it was before the whole mom thing, uh, when it was during the, um, the, the even the first scene, and there's i like, ah, I'm trying to remember, well, the, the scene where he gets lost, but you don't know that she's abandoning him, right? Just that scene. Mm-hmm. In my mind, is like, ooh like while I was watching I was like ooh that's taking me down right like yeah Yeah. um, and and I my my big thing is that I think they could have just done a different motivation and it would have been fine right I still think he would have gotten the same motivation the same arc right because the whole point in the story is that he has an interaction with his mom so that he goes back to his family right Right? he realizes he has a self-referential moment where he realizes that, no, she's not my family that I've been looking for. All these other people are my family that yeah. i yeah. had all yeah. along, right? Yeah. Yeah. Which is a trope that we see all the time, right? Yeah. And I think that the way they handled it was fine in that sense. I just think that that, that catalyst, that that action could be different. Yeah. Um, and again, I think that the, the tonal shift of the movie is just weird. Yeah. In that we're going all over the place between...
0: I think that, yeah, you take away... What happens with him and his mom and the tonal shift is still weird. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, and,
1: and so oh, I actually want to hit on that because I think this is one of the things I really liked about the movie was that Dr. Savannah's character I thought was really cool that his only motivation was jealousy. And then they brought that back at the end when Shazam was like, hey, I see, yeah. that, I see that Envy's not out here, right? Yeah. I thought that was so good. Yeah, yeah. I... I'm going to go off on a tangent here
0: and yeah. say that they did an amazing job with character development of the villain, which yeah. they rarely yeah. seem to do. Yeah. In yeah, One in origin films in general, but also just in superhero movies. Mm-hmm. So I really appreciate yeah, that. Yeah,
3: I, I, I empathize with the dude. I was like, he's reacting in a very... I mean, granted, he held a grudge for 30-odd years or however long, mm-hmm. but like... Like, I get it, man. Yeah. Like, that dad, that brother. Well, like, yeah,
0: because you think about... That experience? Um, <laughs> oh. They don't even touch on it at all. But you think about his dad lives through that and is paralyzed from the waist down. It Imagine that how he treats him from then on mm-hmm. if he was already treating him so poorly. Yeah. Yeah. No, for yeah.
1: sure. Well, and, and I mean, comparing that to whatever recent hero, superhero movie you're thinking of, like, that's a much more believable and understandable villain than... Yeah. Whatever his name was, an Aquaman and whatever the, the scroll, the guy Sea or King or whatever, guy, like, yeah, right? Like it's, yeah. it's like that. Stake seems very believable to me in terms of like, yeah. oh, he's pissed, and yeah. I understand why he's pissed, and yeah. yeah. Man, I mean, imagine if they
0: had shown more of the aftermath of Savannah's childhood. Yeah,
1: you would have hated this movie. Well, and interestingly, well, I was just going to say that. So if. And I think this gets what David challenged me on, was, like, if this was in a different context, would I be as upset? I think if it was was in the context of, like, this is going to be kind of a downer movie, I'd be okay with it, right? Like, I think of... Manchester uh, by the Sea. Did you see that? uh, No. Man, down pushing. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm okay with movies being downers. Like, I think that there's an appropriate place for that. I just don't think that appropriate place is in my superhero movie. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so yeah, I agree with you. I think they could have gotten a lot darker, but I think I would have wanted to know that it was going to be dark going into it. Yes, right. Like back to the how we opened the conversation
3: right about yeah, expectation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is man, it's super interesting
0: talking about expect. So previews to the movie. Yep. We could have a. I could have a whole conversation about like yeah, the previews to this movie were. This is sort of a kid's fun movie. And then it was more serious and darker and emotional than that. Mm -hmm. Versus Captain Marvel, I was like, man, the previews to this movie Mm. are making me feel like this is not going to be as dark and serious and emotional as I want it to be. So, like, even previews to a movie, like, moments before watching the film influence yeah. well, my
3: outlook on well, it. Well I thought one of the one of this movie's strengths was that it didn't take itself too seriously
0: in yeah,
2: a lot of sure. in a, in yeah.
3: it, it it like poked fun at itself sure a lot. It was like yeah, yeah it like in went to the way audience. Too, it did. Right? It did it really yeah. well, right? Yeah. Like hey we know we know what's going on here. It's cool. Because
1: yeah. the whole interaction between between Freddie and Billy is, is that, right? Yeah. Freddie is being us, being super yeah. nerds about superhero movies, mm-hmm. right? And he's doing the like oh my gosh you did it right here's the bullet from superman here's the ring. right like he's doing that for us in the movie oh it's so good yeah Yeah. it was
3: yeah a lot of that stuff
1: and the whole reoccurring like test thing where he's like can you do this uh, yeah and
3: and and granted you have to like suspend it because when he was just like shoot him (laughs) in the face i was like okay yeah (laughs) yeah
1: I yeah. really enjoy it. That, that scene where he tries to jump over the building and crashes into it, Yeah, I saw it like five or six times in the trailer, and I yeah. still think it's hilarious. Yeah. I mean, no. it's still just like such <laughs> a good like encapsulation of that kind of like dopey superhero. No, for, yeah.
3: for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, David, you want to jump into yeah. one of your
2: topics? Oh, I mean,
3: we kind of already covered it, but my biggest thing was like, I really enjoyed the fact that this movie, in my eyes, was character-driven first and mm-hmm. superhero second. Sure. Mm. And the biggest example of that was when he got his powers, he was basically just an, an exaggerated and more blown up version of the selfish little kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was taking selfies, had a he was had a hat out trying to make money, doing all that crap, you know? Yeah. Um, and yeah, he like was nice and friends with Freddie, but but then their point of contention arose when when uh, he was just kind of using Freddy as someone to just kind of bounce ideas off of it just as so long as he kind of felt he was useful with, like, helping him figure out
1: his superhero stuff. And then he didn't really care. Yeah, which is interesting because the first interaction with with Big Shazam mm-hmm. and Freddie is he, Shazam goes to Freddy with, yeah. like, come help me. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. Then it shifts into the, like, I don't need you anymore. No, exactly. But yeah. but
3: the, th- the whole thing is, though, like, Billy... Doesn't not like Freddie in in Billy's eyes. He was I'm going to use this kid and then ditch him. He was just so his world was so like this is just about me and I. So he wasn't even aware of the impact he had on Freddie. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I just thought that like man. well, also I think that on
0: both ends it was real. It was a real relationship because Freddie got to the point where he saw how his life could be made better by Billy being Shazam. Yeah, and. I don't think he consciously was doing things to try to use that. But obviously, he ends up trying to do things like saying that, oh, I'm friends with Shazam. Yeah. He's going to come to lunch with me. Yeah. Thinking that, oh, of course my friend will do this thing to help my standing in, in life. Well,
3: I think one of the most powerful things was when when uh, Shazam was like, you wish it was you that got the powers. And mm. he was like, yeah, yeah of course. I yeah. do. Yeah, Like, look... And uh, yeah, but I just thought like that whole relationship. I thought the both the I thought that the, the act, all the kid actors were good. Kid actors are sometimes suspect. But, yeah, I
1: thought the the two other brothers were kind of eh. Yeah, which no, is fine. But they right, were because it of took side. a lot of time to get into them, exactly yeah. yeah.
3: But uh, Wait, two other brothers
0: the, the foster
1: home uh, Pedro and Pedro uh, and Eugene. You, yeah.
3: Oh. the little Asian kid was he was okay. You could tell he was hamming it up. Yeah. Um. But yeah, uh, that was gotcha. just that's just all I wanted to bring up was the fact that what made the movie good in my eyes was that it relied on the writing and the dialogue between the people and that, and not making it, he's got his powers, let's make it cool, let's do yeah. cool superhero yeah. things. I also, yeah, yeah. It, the the superhero powers were in service to Billy Batson's journey, yeah. not Billy Batson was a character that we're just going to make him do cool things mm-hmm. now because well, they could have done that. And as
1: an origin film, you got a lot more of the not so forced exposition, but you still got the like, you get to kind of go along with him as he figures out how to be a superhero, yeah. mm-hmm. which is kind of what an origin film is supposed to be, in the sense yeah. of like finding for their sure. own and finding their motivation. And he, like the movie is about him finding his motivation sure. and his strength to fight honor, right? and did,
3: like, Yeah. Neither of you guys saw in the
1: Spider Verse yet. No, I saw it. I want to watch it. So, no yeah. it, I, just, I thought you had for some. Reason, talk about yeah. putting.
3: Talk about putting the audience in the. Seat of the main character on their journey to mm, get their true. powers. Yeah, Spider Verse did that great. Yeah, anyway, yeah, um, that's all I want to talk about. If you guys yeah. any thoughts? No, I think it's good. Yeah, I agree. Man, I did. I had a big thought. Oh yeah, you had. You looked at me like this.
0: <sighs> I had a real big thought, and it, it was after I said
3: that me. the superhero powers were in service to the character and not the other way around.
0: Yes. So, um, Captain Marvel. Yeah, I feel like is a really good example of the movie. Even from the beginning is about her powers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like she's sparring, and they immediately bring up, "Oh, she's got these crazy powers. She's got to learn to control them." And so it's about her powers, and she turns into this. This is actually what I want to get into. She turns into this like amazing fighting force, and has all these combat scenes that are just CGI and jump cuts. In Shazam, the combat is clumsy. And Mm -hmm. we don't even see that much of it. yeah. And it's not a focal point of the film. And I really appreciate that because I think they understand, hey, this is basically, you know, it falls back into the, I think it's been a problem since Superman has tried to be on film, of how do you show Superman
2: Mm -hmm. in
0: combat? Mm -hmm. Like, he's flying around, he's got laser vision, super strength, moving at speeds that the human eye cannot comprehend. Mm -hmm. So with this movie, they were like, you know what, we're just not even going to, that's not going to be a focal point. We're not even gonna to try to come up with cool fight scenes because one, it's a clumsy teenage boy in this yeah. body, and then the villain is also not super familiar with his powers. Um, so let's not have that. Let's not even try. Yeah. Let's have the film be sort of clumsy and detached from trying to have super cool action sequences.
1: Well, even the the big old action scene at the end in the in the carnival, it wasn't so much like I'm throwing punches action. It's more like. You're in a situation, how do you get out of it, action. The yeah. So you have, like, the super fast girl that can run around. You've got the guy that's really strong that holds up the... Yeah. Right? It's it's all about, like, how they're using their powers individually. And, yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I think
0: mean, that's... I think that is, especially for an origin story, Yeah. the perfect way to do that. Because, yeah, they're not going to turn into they ninja warrior yeah. super fighting forces. Which... For Captain Marvel's credit, she has been training for yeah, but the movie the movie just existence. skimmed over it though, right? It did. I skim agree. With you. Yeah. yeah,
1: and even when she like fully unlocks her power, all of a sudden like she can just use it. Yeah, well, she's no, just like, she's good to go, yeah. and then it jumps into that fight scene with that.
2: Well, <laughs> well, the uh,
3: <laughs> that song. I'm just a girl. So I like that you brought up Marvel as a tool of comparison to show what you liked about shazam and i'll take it one step further and i think that marvel and shazam both started in the same place and ended in the same place with their characters ish i mean granted my my point being development was made right progress was made they were different people at the end of the beginning but with marvel you were told most of where she was at and shown in like flashbacks that had no meat to them where in shazam the way the story was structured Smaller scale, you could argue,
1: very yeah, yeah. absolutely smaller scale. Yeah, I, I think definitely yeah, smaller. Yeah, 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 yeah. It,
3: and that allowed it to have more meat, even if it was yeah. meat that you that didn't sit well yeah, with yeah. you, but yeah. it was meat, yeah. right? Like that feeling that elicited in you. It had to have shown it to get that reaction, mm-hmm. good or bad. Yep. And that was what I liked more than Captain Marvel because Captain Marvel was like, "Yeah, you're telling me," but at the end, I don't really care because, granted, we're kind of opposite there, too. Yeah,
1: but. Well, and I think, like, we don't need to go back on this, but I, I think that, that in Captain Marvel, they had to. Because yeah. you, yeah. you had to do other stuff. Whereas yeah, yeah. in Shazam, you can just kind of, like, because whatever. Yeah. And yeah. you
0: brought this up, and it was a really good point during the Captain Marvel broadcast. The the writers, the creators, they had a starting point mm-hmm. yeah. that they had to kind of start at, and they had an end point that they had to get to. Yeah. An end game they had to get to. <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh.
0: Oh. Uh whereas with this film I I'm guessing there is a lot of freedom.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. I, almost too much freedom, which I think is good because I think that might be what DC's problem has been is that they've been restricting themselves artificially. Oh, do you mean
0: like ball and chain does Zack Snyder? Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, that segues into
2: the, my point. point before
3: we get there, the real power behind the throne Turkish Airlines. You guys didn't, Turkish Airlines, they had, Batman v Superman was like, sign a deal with Turkish Airlines, and they're like the big promoter of it. Zack Snyder in interviews was talking about Turkish Airlines. Oh gosh. Anyway, let's go on. (laughs) (laughs) I I didn't do a ton of, I mean last
0: time I did a bunch of stats and numbers, um, which I realized as I was talking about them last time. It's really hard to talk about a sheet full of stats and numbers and things on a purely audio it's okay. medium.
1: Uh, in the future, we'll post them to our uh, website.
2: Oh
0: yes, the website. Yep. <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: soon. Trademark.
0: Uh, but I think that I'm. Re- I was really excited to look and see that Zack Snyder and other people that have been a part of the previous DC movies were not really a part of this one. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. in my Snyder's mind, like out yeah and I think that that's a good thing yeah. because while while I do really enjoy Man of Steel and I think that prior to this film I think Man of Steel was my favorite modern DC movie yeah. uh, I think that his um, I guess involvement in all the other DC movies that have happened has not been a good thing and that the studio was trying to emulate what he had done with Man of Steel and the tone and the The cinematography like it was just too much of that same thing without any sort of outside influence being incorporated into it and I really like that Shazam was not Mm -hmm. included in that Mm -hmm. even if it's somehow related to the current DC universe it did what Marvel does and it said no we're going to get outside people we're going to bring in outside directors and writers and unknown writers and we're going to let them give it a shot
1: yeah yeah, which, I mean, worked well in the sense of they did it. It's a good movie. Yeah. I think that if you viewed this movie outside the DC Universe, which it almost exists outside yeah. the DC yeah. Universe, uh, if you just replace all the references to Superman and Batman with just like other generic superheroes... It's still a movie, yeah. It's still a, 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 the like, same. Like, like, yeah. can, like nothing. like which I think changes.
0: is... I think that's something that, uh, like in Justice League and in yeah. Aquaman and Wonder Woman, they don't get away from it all they almost say like hey come like come watch this movie come enjoy this movie because it's connected to these other dc movies like they tried way too hard to prop each other up
1: yeah Uh, yeah
0: and then with this one they didn't even bother
1: yeah which is interesting moving forward too in terms of how they want to do anything yeah did did you guys watch the end credit scenes I watched the first one with the caterpillar. Wait, was there a second one? I, I heard, heard there there was a second yeah. one. It was just yeah. a joke.
0: Oh, okay. I heard it was just a joke, so I didn't. Okay, listen. I because I was just looking up on my phone as soon as superhero movies end, and I saw in like in credit scene. So I just watched the one. Yeah. But yes, with the caterpillar. Yeah, I mean they're always setting
1: something up in this. Ca-
0: does anyone is the caterpillar relevant? Does anyone know? Do you guys know? I, mean,
1: I don't know too much about the. I don't know about I mean, that. so it's the he, caterpillar from, from from the beginning. Yeah, the beginning. Yeah. 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 I think he is relevant, I just don't know why he's relevant. Within the comic books or anything, yeah. I'm sure there is something. There's but, some, like, mastermind thing.
3: Or... Uh, Fun fact about the comic books, Captain Marvel, or Shazam, predates Superman. Yeah. He's, like, the first guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And predates Marvel Comics, right? Yeah. yeah. He's, like, the first guy. Which apparently is why they were playing around so much with his arbitrary names. Yeah. Was because they had to do that because of lawsuits with Marvel. Yeah. And so, like, yeah, Captain Marvel turned into, like, Thunderclap at one point because...
0: <laughs> well, yeah, because then they, they, like, originally called him Captain Marvel. Yeah. But then didn't come out with anything new. Lost the, like, copyright trademark. And then Marvel snatched it up. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, they were stuck. Yeah, That's why this movie, he's Shazam. And, yeah. and I want to say
1: something to the effect of, like, they had to keep publishing a Captain Marvel comic, like, every so year or something? that's like
0: why Marvel? Within, the copyright? within Marvel Comics, yeah. there are multiple different Captain Marvels. Yeah. Because rather than trying to keep that one comic character, like, continually... Yeah. Coming out, they were like, "Hey, we don't have a. We, let's just call different ones Captain Marvel." Yeah. yeah, yeah, Captain Marvel playing the old trademark game, classic, cool. But yeah, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm interested to see where DC goes with this. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Superman shows up in this movie.
1: Yeah, um, and that could be a throwaway thing too. I, I, I wouldn't have any problem with that being just like, yeah, they're in the same universe, but not really, right? Like,
3: I think that. So what my what I've gathered is is dc is now doing their plan moving forward isn't as isn't marvel's playbook where they have like all these movies yeah. that are connected to this one kind of overarching star storyline but more like hey this is the universe of all the heroes we're going to do one-off movies in them that aren't necessarily yeah. connected um and we can mess with timelines so they're not necessarily going to be interacting with each other um and they're just going to move forward like that I'm
1: fine with that. You mean, you mean mess like mess with timelines like Logan? <laughs> like, yeah. Like Logan.
0: What's wrong with Logan? I have
1: everything. I know you guys I love Logan. Love uh, well, I've, I've
3: tempered down. You did? Yeah, last you time did. we talked, mm-hmm. I think you said that. You guys can eat it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've tempered down on it. Although, I did cry when she said daddy. That's okay. And then I said, F you. And I was talking with <laughs> the producers. I can't remember who I was watching because they looked over and like, me? Oh, I watched it with you guys. Yeah. I think Gwen was like, what? And I was like, no, not you, the producers. They made me cry. God. (laughs) So good. Easter egg. Did you catch the Shazam where they had that animation when he was talking about the origin of the powers and stuff? The the wizard was talking about... Okay, yeah. Then he mentions Black Adam. Okay. And the Black Adam animation is Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. You see his face. Because he's cast as Black Adam already. Okay. And so, and he was in Shazam really briefly. Okay, yeah. I didn't see it. I did not see it. Well, I, saw I did.
1: It. I. I know. One of the things I really love about modern movies, modern superhero movies, is their like end credit, not end credit scenes, but the end credit like title sequences. Oh yeah, so good. Yeah, both good. in Captain Marvel and in Shazam, right? The whole like hand drawn, yeah. yeah. like almost comic book, and they they have like both the little kid and the super kid at the same time. Yeah, I just it's like that's it's cute. That's good. I like that. It was good. I like that pattern. Uh, Absolutely.
3: yeah put this on the Captain Marvel scale they're both origin movies they both came out recently this is interesting
1: actually we didn't talk about this but I actually like more the would we recommend it to our parents (laughs) than anything else I think that's a good thing to do. Perfect. I think I want to do two things. One is I think I want to have an arbitrary scale within some context, not like what I watched this five times more yeah, than another, yeah, yeah, yeah. but but more like where would we put this in relation to, okay. let's say, other origin films, right? We talked yeah. about origin films last. Yeah, time. yeah. I think that's interesting, and I, I do like the what parents. our parents like this kind of. thing. Yeah. yeah. Um. I'll go first. I'll kick it off. I'm so, not... so what are we? Where are we going to put it? Are we going to compare it to origin stories? We want to put it. You oh, parents. Movies. oh we're doing parents right oh, or, or, I'll, I'll do both right? okay yeah, yeah. let's do um, uh, let's I mean, do
3: origin stories origin stories yeah. yeah so where do you put it uh, with origin stories oh man so origin story this is, origin stories transcend so many different genres would you put it higher than Unbreakable uh, I would watch this before Unbreakable although I think Unbreakable is a better movie interesting okay. but I would watch this they're, they're just, just they're way different way different right
0: Um so, I would watch this before Captain Marvel. Sure. I'd put this above oh, Captain really? Marvel. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And i put Captain Marvel in, basically in the middle of my origin story pack. So, put this... Would you watch this before first Tobey
1: Maguire Spider-Man? Oh, man. No, I don't like the would you watch, because... Eh, well, would, would, would I rank it? Like, would you rank it higher Do higher? I
0: think it's a better film than the first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man?
3: Um, the first two Spider-Man men are so good.
0: I think so... Here's how I'm going to look at it. I'm just going to look at it straight as films, not context, not yeah, what yeah, they yeah, sure, meant. Sure, sure, um, sure. I think that Shazam is better. Yeah. I think that first Tobey Maguire Spider-Man holds a weight with me and people that is, is that
1: unfair? Is
0: incredibly difficult. Yeah. To, I think Spider-Man 2 with.
3: is better than Shazam. I don't even remember that much about Spider-Man 2. Doc Ock? Um, oh, yeah. That... That could be yes. Yeah. Fun fact: yeah. Sam Raimi, before he made Spider-Man, horror guy. Oh, huh, interesting. So something there. Yeah. Um, but
0: yeah, I think I think Shazam as a film did really well. Hmm. Yeah. It it might be top five or it might be number five for origin films for me. Sure. Yeah. Sure. What about you, Scott?
1: Uh, yeah, I think I, even though I gave it a middle of thumb, I do think it is a good movie. I would watch it again. Like it's definitely, uh, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. In that sense, um, I think that the fun parts are fun. I just am not a huge fan of the. The good things. Yeah. Uh, I would put it above like Thor, probably. I'd put it above Ant Man. Uh, in terms of relating Shazam to other. orders. Stories, yeah, I'd, I'd put it in like the sixty percentile. Okay. I like. I I'd, like, like, I'd go eighty percentile or higher. Yeah. Would you I'd put say. it above like Captain America? Yes. Yeah. You put what's, what's your highest origin story film Batman Begins
3: I, honestly Shazam's top three origin
1: stories um, like, so there's uh, like I'm gonna say
0: Guardians yeah. is up there yeah. um, Batman Begins
3: um, not Black Panther um, oh man Sam texts me he's like I'm rewatching Black Panther it's really good no it's not I was like Sam. shut up Sam <laughs> um,
0: I mean well, I'm trying to remember all the origin films yeah yeah that's right we were not have to do Exhaustive series but I think it's in my top five
1: yeah
3: Hot take, I like it better than Iron Man.
0: Ooh, Iron Man might be above it, but yeah, above it for yeah.
3: me. Um, parents. Yeah. Uh, I would recommend it to both of my parents, and I think they would both have a good time uh, for different reasons. Mom would be like, that's fun, and then immediately forget it, because that's what she does with everything that she reads or ingests any media at all, ever. But And my dad would be like, um, not much staying in power, but it was
0: pretty funny. So... You said your dad would not like Captain Marvel. No. Interesting. Because he wouldn't. Nope. (laughs)
1: Yeah. He wouldn't like Captain Marvel. He'd like Shazam. Uh, I think my mom would be immediately turned off in that opening scene when um, young Savannah walks into the wizard's chamber and there's a little bit of exposition there where the wizard's looking for his champion. I think my mom would be like, ah, (laughs) I've got things to do, like wash dishes that are better (laughs) than this. Anything. Wow. Uh I think my dad would like it just because it, it like I think he would think that the whole scene where they go into the the convenience store yeah. to be just hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Like, everything about that scene he would love. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think
0: my parents would both like this for different reasons. I think my dad would enjoy the comedy and have just a fun time mm-hmm. watching it. And I think my mom would really enjoy um the I guess the things that you don't like about it. Yeah.
1: Um the arc yeah. of Billy Bats and Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, which ties back to the the strong connection of the character and Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 Cool. What we've been doing lately. Other
1: stuff. media. Yeah. Man,
0: I tried I've been doing so much stuff with school and other things. I don't think I've ingested any new media outside of shazam in the last like two or three weeks my
3: recommendation is the same as how my week was which is the star wars episode nine trailer just duran represents Watch the trailer duran uh, recommends the movie you recommend the trailer of star wars
1: uh i think that might be the thing i recommend for the next nine months if you guys want to transfer this podcast into a how excited is scott about <laughs> Rise of skywalker we can do that um i'll say
3: that i recommend reading the book dune yeah because Ooh. they're making a movie and True. Uh, some pretty awesome names are attached to it. Have and you read the book? I'm reading it right You're, now. Where are yep. you? Yep. Uh, I'm like eight chapters in. Okay. So pretty early on. Yeah, yeah uh, it's a thick book. I read it too. And, uh, and very recently. And like, yeah. read the book so you get prepped for the movie. It's going to be probably way different than the book. The book's massive, but I'm excited for it's the movie. It's the cause, uh, cause, uh, director from Blade Runner yep. 2049.
0: Maybe he'll Alfonso, have
3: Alfonso. Is uh, it Alfonso Cuaron? No. No. no, 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 no! It's uh, in No, it's who did *Blade Runner*? does I it. bet
0: I know who did the music for *Blade Runner* because it's written <laughs> on a piece of paper in front of me. Is it
3: *Floor Shark*? Benjamin *Floor Shark*? Uh,
1: it's a oh, wall fish. get that mixed up. Already. I know yeah. it's such an easy thing to mix so up. <laughs> All right,
3: guys, um, viewers, so, huh? Other what? This other media, we've all done our recommendations. Yeah, I wish I had something. I was just going to say, now we're three guys you've heard of. You're welcome. (laughs) You're
1: welcome for this that we've given you. Yeah, Uh, Duran
3: Thundercrack, David Powerboy, and Scott Shazam.
0: I'm going to go ahead and say uh, you guys probably won't remember any of our names, so we're still three guys you've never heard of, Mm -hmm. and we're going to keep talking about movies.
1: But you'll remember how we made you feel. Three guys you've never heard of that just talked about Shazam. Three guys you never heard of that just unshazammed unshazammed <laughs> yeah, unshazammed interesting uh, they never really deal with the fact that can now the super friends say shazam again to go into shazam mode um cause if, I, if I'm Freddy I would just be in shazam mode all the time well right? you
0: still have your like your foster parents and, and things that but it seems though the foster parents knew about
1: it like at that last scene when they were like around the table it they, might. Day.
0: they might they yeah. might um my question is, when they are fighting the Sins, uh-huh. they each seem to have a different superpower. Yeah. But Billy Batson Shazam has, has all of all them.
1: Yeah, I got that he like essentially gave parts of himself yeah. to each of them. Yeah. Right? Like, each of them had a different aspect of the Shazam. Gotcha. Right? Because Shazam stands for what? Like, Hercules uh, something? I forgot what the S is. It was, it was a bunch of, uh, yeah, like, yeah, Zeus. Greek gods. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, he essentially gave each of them one of the... Yeah, Greek God. I
3: feel bad for the guy who's just super brave. (laughs) 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 I have the courage! (laughs) Is that just... You're gonna get
0: wiped out, man. (laughs) Because what was, uh, like, the oldest foster kid? The girl girl going to college? What was her power?
1: Um, Probably just brave. I don't remember. Because you have... Pedro was really strong. Pedro was really strong. Uh, The little girl was really fast. Yep. Uh, what's his nuts could fly, Freddy Freddie could, could fly. 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 Uh, Eugene had the lightning. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I
0: don't know. What other powers does Shazam have? I don't
1: remember. They, I mean, they were all kind of strong, right? Like,
0: yeah, I think. Well, you talk about like Greek gods; yeah, they're all going to yeah, have yeah, yeah. be faster, stronger, better than yeah. than your typical human. Think like they're all at least Captain America.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well. Captain America almost picked up Mjolnir. Yeah. I don't think any of these guys could pick up Mjolnir. Wasn't the whole thing that, like, Captain America, like, knew that he could pick it up but didn't want to pick it up to make Thor feel bad? No, that's not a thing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think it's that Captain America has flaws.
1: Sure. Yeah.
0: That he has not come to terms with. Versus, like, Thor had to come to come to terms with his flaws. Even then, still had flaws and still was
1: picking up Mjolnir. You know, I don't yeah. know. Uh, thank you to Kevin MacLeod for letting us use his music so freely.
0: We appreciate it. Do you I, know Kevin? Or are you just like... No,
1: Kevin McLeod is a guy that his whole life's goal seems to just be making royalty-free music. Wow. He has, he has a website called... I think it's called Does K- he have a Patreon or protect? anything? He might, but he doesn't... His his mission is to just make music for people to use. Wow. He's a, he's a fantastic asset to the creative... Of the internet, yeah, yeah. He his his website is uh, massive in the sense of like the amount of content he has well, that you can just download and use. And... Thank you, Kevin. Yeah, thank you, Kevin. Thanks, um, Kevin. That's about all we got, right? Yeah, we, yeah. We need our we need our outro, Dave. Um, yeah,
3: guys, uh, call your vegetables, meet your moms. Nope, nope, nope. definitely not. Uh, guys, call your moms, eat your vegetables. Listen to us next week when we talk about... Endgame. Endgame. End
2: game. I'm just curious, <clears throat> what
0: is Aquaman's opening? Hello. Can I? Is it me you're Here. looking for? I can see it in your eyes.
1: Uh, so, Aquaman's.
2: I can okay. see it in your soul. <laughs> oh, we should start before okay. we, guys you never heard
3: of explore what happens when Harry Potter goes bad. <clears throat> because the villain is absolutely a Harry Potter gone bad.
1: Think about it. I, I gotcha. I, I like it. That's good. <laughs> Think about it. Kind of. But, I mean, his parents aren't
0: dead.
3: Yeah, his parents aren't dead. Okay, guys, it's a lose. And his parents are also <laughs> shitty people. Yeah. yeah, you're right. He also doesn't have an owl named Hedwig. Okay, right. Dave.
0: Now you're just splitting hairs here on your own <laughs> he's, thing. He's got an
2: owl named Wrath. He does. <laughs> he does have an owl named Wrath.